Hey, here we go, Patriots. I hope you are ready. We're going to have some fun today. I've got some fun things to show you. I've got some really amazing uh, Twitter threads to show you. And at the end, for those who want to stick around, I have, um, I want you guys to, to, to um, I'm going to share some verses with you. And I want you to really think, this is why I'm showing you this picture right here of this beautiful lion. Isn't he gorgeous? Isn't that a beautiful lion? Uh, like our lion of the tribe of Judah, just fierce lion that we worship. Uh, I love it. And uh, to, to pray for revelation. Look at that, 5-5. Five, five. Look at this verse from 5-5. Five, five. Revelation, just pray for him to reveal. And I've got some really great verses that have just been impressed upon my heart to share with you guys. So uh, for those of you guys who want to stick around, but if you don't, I'll just, I'll be sharing the cute stuff at the beginning. And um, all right, so look at this. Um, see the line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has triumphed. Oh, I love that. He has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and it's seven seals. Oh. <laughs> Who's ready for things to be unsealed? Me, right? Okay, here we go. Let's go. Um, also, we are in a matrix. And I didn't when I first saw that movie, I'm like, what is this matrix thing? Well, it's it's the control of our mind by the mainstream media, as well as you know, uh, education and entertainment and all that, and we have broken free. So make sure you subscribe to our channel so you can make sure to, to see these things from the light of God's word. That's what our channel is all about. And for us to also encourage each other, which I'm so glad we have each other. And so we encourage each other that this is the great day of the Lord. There's so many things that will try to get us negative. Oh, my goodness. And get us down and discouraged. Do not pay attention to that stuff. If you can at all avoid it. And I know there's so much out there, but be very, very careful what you listen to. But yeah, we have escaped matrix oh isn't that great don't go back don't go back into it it's so easy to get sucked back in and so make sure you subscribe and uh, ding your bell um uh happy cat told me he was getting his notifications now so hopefully you are too because that little bell needs to be dinged um and i'm gonna play out a little song before we get started this is great Do you right and so i ordered my some things that some special items that my grandkids wanted 
and I ordered them from eBay thinking that I was going to be able to avoid Amazon. Would you believe they came in Amazon boxes? So yeah, eBay, a lot of stuff is from, is from Amazon. So what a friend of mine told me to do is to check the return address on, on eBay to make sure you're not buying from Amazon. I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. I was in DC and in the bottom of, whatever, down below, they have these um, miniature replicas of the capital from different times. And look, this is the first one, okay, which it looks fairly normal, right? And I didn't, I didn't end up writing down the dates that this was, but, you know, I'm thinking that was probably pre-Civil War, I'm guessing. And then here, okay, you ready? So there, there's nothing behind and there's nothing, you know, it's not very wide. So the next one you're going to have it's going to be much wider. So they've added these two wings and all this over here, they've added all of this. Okay. And um, that section that, you know, you know, had this all added up. Now, this is what it looks like now. Wow. You don't tell me that doesn't look like an owl. Don't even tell me that doesn't look, it looks exactly like an owl. Ah! Have you the Bohemian Grove owl, right? Yuck. Anyway, but yeah, so the, I'll go back and show you first number one, number two, number three. That's not <laughs> that's not from uh, just just coincidence, right? Not just pretend happened to be that way. Do you uh, follow Dixie Doodle? She's really great. Um, there was a um, there is a post that I put on my Twitter feed about this. I think probably a lot of you guys have already seen either it on my Twitter page or on others, but that there was a flight that was this exact replica of this, these buildings at the, um, at Arlington Cemetery. So the thing that they're saying is that that's where their bunker is. We've been wondering, you know, where's their bunker? Now we know and how hideous for them to, to build this underneath our brave men and women, our brave soldiers, and that's what they've done. Um, and so right underneath, and anyway, so read this, this post, I'm not gonna go into a lot of detail, but there's tunnels all throughout um, uh, Washington, DC, and look at this crater. Oh, I don't need to touch it. But anyway, right where that red circle is, that is um, a crater underneath D.C. Uh, I don't know if this, I don't know. I don't know if this was something they created or if this would be a lot of digging. But either way, this is where they have uh, all of this done. This is, you know, anyway, right under, under D.C. So that was what some people were saying that, in that in the, the, the letters the notes that they got the Bushes got and all the top people got at um, the funeral was saying Arlington has been closed so you can no longer go there for your bunker I still think it was a picture probably I don't know I don't know well you know we don't know nobody knows for sure but that stands to reason that they would have their bunker there because it's very there's a lot of tunnels and it's very handy for the for the the cabal to get to quickly and it's also a you know dc is a very very highly protected place so you know not going to be some especially around arlington cemetery all right so i want to make sure you saw that so look for that on my twitter thread 
Also, Lisa May Crowley put this today, and I hadn't noticed it. Uh, there's an executive order starting as of today, I think it is, that, um, let me open it up, uh, that there's, uh, we're in a state of emergency, a continuing state of emergency. If you recall, <coughs> oh, this is the one from December 21st, and she identified why it was, there was a different discrepancy on the dates. It's because this, he signed it, sorry, I'm hurting your eyes, uh, he signed it on the 20th of December 2017. Okay, so it says, um, Somewhere up in here that you know this is a, we're now in a state of emergency because due to all of the dangerous things that are going on, I determined I therefore determined that serious human rights abuse and corruption around the world constitute an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign and po foreign policy, and economy of the United States. I there there. I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with that threat. So that was done a year ago. And now we have a notice on the continuation of the national emergency. This is dated December 18th. This is as of today. Okay. He declared, so I was talking about in December 20th last year, he declared a national emergency with respect to serious human rights, abuse and corruption around the world and pursuant to the international emergency of economic powers took related steps to deal with the unusual, extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy and economy of the United States. The prevalence and severity of human rights, abuse and corruption that had their source in whole or in substantial part outside the United States continue to pose an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security, foreign policy, Policy and economy of the United States for this reason. The national emergency uh, declared on December 20th, 2017 must continue in effect beyond December 20th, 2018. Therefore, in accordance with Section 202B of the National Emergency Act, I'm continuing for one year the national emergency declared in the Executive Order 13818 with respect to serious human rights abuse and corruption. All right, so now we've got one more year that we're under a state of emergency, and most people don't even realize that we're under that. But, all right, so now that was good. Um, thank you, Lisa May Crowley. Now, and he delivered. If you haven't seen this, this is so good. So Sarah Carter was saying that we, there are lots of seal indictments so that more and more of this is coming out in the mainstream media. And so, you know, most people only hear little tidbits. They're not really, a lot of people are really not avidly following the news. So they only hear what they, you know, is on the news, what is what little bit is given to us. And thankfully we've been aware of this for a long, long time, but now this is actually coming out in the news so yeah thankfully that is happening but you know i just hope and pray quickly soon here that people will become more aware and i think when this um when when this oppression and i would say satanic oppression lifts and the um and uh the thing that was done 11 11 to to unify us where we can think more clearly and the chemtrails stop then we're going to all become more uh aware of what's going on um it's funny you know I, as y'all know i work with youth and that is so funny to see how what they have heard even though they clearly do not watch the news but they hear things i'm like how how do they hear these things so it this what they want to get through permeates the society uh it just it gets through in one way or the other through social media etc so yes so thankfully for that thank you lord for that and what do you want for christmas what do you want ah!
arrests. Really, I, you know, as I said the other day, investigations. And yes, I'm so thankful all these things are coming out. Yes, but bottom line, I just want these people arrested. And Q had said 2018 will be glorious, and it won't be glorious until these people are are locked up or hurting. So, you know, whatever that means, I just I'm just gonna hold them to it that I'm I'm expecting some arrests. Um, on 11 11 of 2018 i think i told you guys it's 45 days to christmas so how cool would that be and that was um that was from the prophecy of daniel blessed are those who who wait another 45 days and i've never really understood what that might mean but maybe that's what it's about that's what it's about because i know this is all being fulfilled this is this is the great day of the lord we know that we know that we've seen the signs in the heavens we know that so 12 7 18 um if you remember if you uh, you might want to i'm going to try to put a link in the description box right now uh i don't want to talk about a lot of detail on it but the plane changed right to q zero it changed to that on 12 7 which is the great day that will live in infamy right and Interestingly enough, that that's called that. And 17 days later is Christmas Eve. So again, <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna just keep that hope up. And uh, wouldn't that be? Oh, why would he tease us and say, "What do you want for Christmas?" If he doesn't give me this Christmas present, I'm gonna be like pouting. <laughs> Okay, so we'll see. It's it's gotta be close, whether it's Christmas or, or not. I just feel like, oh, don't toy with us, Q. You know, and I know, of course, when he toys with us, he's toying with the enemy. But uh, wouldn't that be so great? Uh, and then, of course, we know January one, the uh, executive order for the military tribunals, uh, the new rules take effect. So yeah. All right. So yeah, and plus, our poor Sean Hannity has been wearing this blue shirt. <laughs> I'm sure he's got two or three or four ten blue shirts, but yeah. And have you guys seen this? This is so good. If you haven't seen, um, he has a channel. I think that he is Herman Munster. I think Sean Hannity is Herman Munster, and so you might want to follow his channel. Uh, and somebody um, posted this on Kellyanne Hub News. If you don't know Kellyanne, she's really worked hard to try to uh, explain what what the facts are about JFK Jr. And you know, again, some people. You know, are so disrespectful and they're like oh he's dead for sure and look what Q said Q was trying to get us to think and even despite when people say something to us that we still think for ourselves and I don't care who says anything I'm gonna still think for myself thank you very much and that's where I think that this test failed because so many people are still whether it's the news or Q or whatever you have he's trying so hard to get us to think for ourselves and that's the whole reason he's on the HM board is because these people are pretty
Um, I thought that was so cool. So she had just said something about about him and Mockingbird Lane or whatever, and and within seconds, someone posted that on um, on her on her Twitter uh, page. We're gonna send, send that to her as a tweet, you know. Um, and I'll, you know, someone said, "Oh well, Vincent Fusca is not as tall as JFK Jr." But that doesn't mean that JFK Jr. cannot um, uh, uh, dress up to be Vincent Fusca at some of these rallies. That doesn't mean he is Vincent Fusco. <laughs> it means that he's dressing up to look like him. Anyway, anyway, it's interesting because I heard that he was at the White House. Uh, who was it? No, in, in uh, D.C. and um, Justin Form talks that he saw him and he wasn't tall. Well, that's fine. And again, look into it yourself because if if you know, I, that's what I would say to, to any of these people who just just people who are who are examining this. You look into it yourself and tell me why there's a picture of JFK Jr., the current picture of him, in the current magazine of in the George magazine, the JFK Jr. Memorial Edition. I don't, I, no one can ever tell me why that is. That there's a current picture of him. I'll just real quick pull that up because it's just like, I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, JFK Jr., Here we go. This one right here. I don't understand why this picture is in the current magazine, the current George magazine, the Memorial magazine of JFK Jr. That's clearly not him 20 years ago. That's what he looks like now. I just don't, it, it, there's nothing, there's no logical explanation for it that they would put. That'd be kind of weird if he isn't alive. That'd be weird. Anyway. Um, all right. And don't try to tell me, oh, it's not in, it's, it's fake, it's not really in the magazine, because I have a copy of the magazine. But anyway, all right, so this is my channel. Someone said the other day, oh, wow, that's so cool that you um, explain this Bible story in the light of you know, how it's being fulfilled in this day. Well, that's what this whole page right here is about. Oh, I shouldn't have moved myself there. Um, called Bible Before Our Eyes, Armageddon and Millennial Reign. So uh, this is a, um, on the playlist. I'll show you. I'll go back and show you exactly how to find this. There's a tab called Playlists. Um, yeah, a playlist. And so you can see different stories. So, for example, um, ooh, let's see. How, what's the easiest way for me to show you this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I was hoping you'd be able to see the words. There's not enough for you to see. Let's see. Maybe I'll just go to it. There we go. That's the way you can see it. All right. It's called the Playlist Bible Before Our Eyes. So this is the story of, of Daniel, that the statue, remember the statue? And we're down to the toes, you know, and this whole, and the stone is coming to destroy and shatter this statue, this whole New World Order beast. And it's all, yeah, so this is, that's that story right there. This is about the Antichrist. People continually ask me, what, who is the Antichrist? What is that about? This, I have several videos on the Antichrist. Just, just uh, search on my channel for Antichrist. Um, this is uh, from Isaiah chapter 40. Oh, it's so great. The corrupt rulers and judges are being destroyed. It's so great. This is the story of Joshua. How this, Canaanites were cannibals, okay? And so inside this uh, this wall that was protecting them was was brought down by Joshua. Remember that story? That's what that one's about. Nehemiah, if you know what Nehemiah is about, he was the one who was building the walls around the people of God. And so they would be protected from the enemies. Like, build that wall, right? Um, Ezekiel, this is so cool. This is the dead, dry bones that were just, they were done. They were just 
bones and how uh, there was a great awakening from both Joel and Ezekiel. So that story right there, I think you'd really, really love it. Um, and he said, breathe, you know, breathe on these slain. And so they did, remember the bones walk around, remember the dirt and the foot bone connected to the ankle bone, whatever. And they all heard the word of the Lord and they began to walk around. They began to be, to be, to live again. And that's what we're seeing. People who've been basically zombies, they're starting to live again and know uh, and hear from the Lord, which is just so wonderful. Um, this one, Matthew 24 and 25, you there's so much misinformation in the teaching of the end times. Definitely go here and, and watch this video because it will explain to you Matthew 24 and 25 in great detail. Okay. Um, Gideon, if you know about Gideon, they had 300 people and those 300 people, you know, conquered just this huge army because they went around and they surrounded them with lights, with, with torches, with, um, with clay pots and with, with a trump with a trump oh my goodness it's just so cool so check that out and and uh, so don't be afraid don't be worried that we have very few that that know you are feel special as q has said before you know that we are the part of the 144,000. this great army um yeah it's very very exciting um also, uh, uh, what we are watchmen from Isaiah 62. Oh, this is the verse I was praying for, for three years before this all happened. This is the story right here. These awesome women. Not many people have watched this video, but it is so good. If you know the story of Deborah and Yael, these are famous warrior women, and they destroyed the bad guy, Sisera. And uh, yeah, it was quite something. It's uh, <laughs> Really, really quite the story there. Anyway, so these are just all these Old Testament stories. David and Goliath. Of course, that's Donald and Goliath, right? And with uh, he's killing them with the stone, with the trump stone. Um, this is all going back into the Old Testament stories about how, why did the Lord have to destroy the people with the flood? Why did he want them to destroy the Canaanites? What is, why did he destroy, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? What is that about? It's because the Lord called them to destroy idol worship, those who who uh, do this evil, right? And you know, someone, we've got to be strong. And I do not take pleasure, as the Lord does not take pleasure in anyone. I would love for everyone to come to know the Lord, everyone. The Lord is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the Lord has given so much time and he's not going to allow this to continue. That's just the bottom line. He's not going to allow it. And we have to be strong enough to say, these must be destroyed it's not a matter of whether i'm taking glee or not i'm i am thrilled and thankful and rejoice that the lord is hurling them into the sea like the, the song of moses that they will not be able to hurt our children anymore and our grandchildren they will not be able to destroy the earth anymore and <coughs> make the boys feel like girls and the girls feel like boys and all that that they've done Anyway, so you get the idea of what this is about. Um, shocking revelations. This is a, a, these are talking about the whole explanation of, of revelation. All right, so you can look on here a little bit more and just see. Here's the story of Moses and whatever. So I hope you really enjoy that. Now, for those of you who want to really think with me, okay, I think you guys kind of like it when I do that. We just kind of have a chat and we think, of, think through scripture. And um, there are things that I can't tell you, but that the Lord has to tell you, right? Um, so let's listen to his word and just 
to ask the Lord, if you, even if you have to listen to this multiple times, ask the Lord for revelation. Okay, ask him to speak to you and say, Lord, tell me what, what is Red Pill getting at? Okay, um, I am the good shepherd. This is what our Lord Jesus said. This is John chapter 10. I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and they know me just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too. And they are not in the sheepfold. I must also bring them. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock and one shepherd. I want you to think about that in the light of ushering in the millennial kingdom. Yes. About him coming the first time. Yes. About him dying, but more right now, I want you to think about it in him, in his appearing in his revealing, okay? Um, it says in uh, uh, in Ch Titus chapter two, um, um, that we should live soberly, righteously, godly in the present age, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and savior, Jesus Christ. So he's going to appear, or in another version it says his great revealing, when he will be revealed. Um, so anyway, think, think on that. Think on that you hear his voice, okay, and that you know him personally so that you recognize his voice. Those who are not his sheep are not going to necessarily hear his voice. They, they look at the stories and they like the stories, but I'm talking about to those of you who know him personally. I want you to say, Lord, reveal yourself to me. I want you to Make yourself known to me, okay? Um, that he sacrifices his life. Not necessarily always in a, in a way where it's, um, you know, he would die. But he is willing to do anything for us. Um, and they will listen to my voice. They know my voice, okay? Um, so that's, that's one of the ones I wanted to bring up. And also, do you remember about Mary Magdalene? She was with Jesus. She was like helping to cook and this and that as they were going around and she was one of the helpers. Okay. And uh, she was just, uh, she had been rescued from all kinds of stuff. And so she would just love the Lord. She just absolutely loved him. As he says, those who've been forgiven much love much. Right. And so she is just, you know, she was at the, at the cross when he died. Many of the men had just run away. And she's like, I'm not leaving his side as much as I possibly can. I'm going to be right, right there. And so this is now, you know, she's been crying and crying and crying for days since he was on the cross and uh, died. And then she's standing outside the tomb. So the first thing in the morning, before the, even the sun comes up, you know, she's trying to get there to, to, to get him the respect of, of, you know, a proper burial. And so she was standing outside the tomb crying. And as she wept, she stooped and looked in and she saw two 
white-robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, so she's looked in already and she's like, oh, let me back up just a little bit because I don't know if it's in this version. Um, okay, so at the very beginning, she's, she went, ran, came to the tomb, she found the stone had been rolled away from the entrance and then she ran and she said, they've taken the Lord's body and they don't know where... I don't, we don't know where they put him. Okay, so she doesn't understand. So she ran and got them, and now they've come back. And so she's standing outside the tomb. She's crying. And so then she looks in, and she sees these angels, and they're asking her, why are you crying? And it's just so funny to me that she does not say, uh, oh, my gosh, all are angels. You know, <laughs> It doesn't even seem to faze her. I guess she's seen so many amazing miracles when our Lord Jesus was, you know, she was walking around with him. You know, she, it, she, she, everybody else who ever's ever seen an angel falls down like they're dead. Like the, the soldiers fell down dead, right? Like, like they were not dead, like they were dead men. And, you know, she, she's not even phased. She is one focused woman. She is one focused woman. Look what she says. She says, because they've taken away my Lord, and I don't know where they have put him. She is... I came to see Jesus. I came to give him a proper burial. I've been crying over him for days. I am. I want to find him, and I don't need to see you angels. I need to know where my Lord is. That's all I really need. That's, I'm focused on that. Isn't she something? And she turned to leave. <laughs> She's just like not at all interested in these angels. And she saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she did not recognize him. And if you remember the story of the men who on the road to Emmaus, you know, the Lord Jesus disguised himself in that pic, in that story. That's in the book of Acts, I think. Well, anyway, uh, late in the book of John. Anyway, so read, look, E-M-M-A-U-S, and look up Emmaus. Anyway, she is, um, I think he's probably disguised himself. I think he has. Um, he did that, and he's able to do that. Um, dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? So he obviously doesn't look like himself, and he probably doesn't even, he's even disguising his voice. Who are you looking for? And she thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go get him. Again, her focus is on seeing Jesus. Mary, Jesus said. So he said her name and he said it in a way that she would recognize his voice. And maybe he just changed his disguise so now she could recognize it was him. Somehow or another, she could recognize it was him. She turned to him and cried, Rabboni, which is Hebrew for teacher. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Um, it says, he says, don't cling to me. You know, a lot of people get hung up on that. It's not like she couldn't touch him. I think he, she was trying to explain to him, don't get used to me being here. I know I'm, I'm right here right now, but I'm not going to stay. I'm going to be leaving. So, you know, I haven't yet ascended to my father, but I'm going to be ascending. I'm, I'm going to a way, okay? But go find your brothers. Tell them I'm ascending to my father and your father to your to my God and your God. We're all one big happy family. I'm not mad. I'm not mad that they weren't at the, you know, that they forsook me and all that. We're all one. I still love them. Everything's cool. And just tell them that I'm going to be leaving. So we need to get together. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So that was so beautiful. He appeared to them, I think, seven 
seven different times. Um, why am I showing you this story? Well, because she wanted to see him and she was the first one who did. She was the one. Why was she the one? Why was she the first one to get to see him? Because she wanted to. She wanted to see him. So this is what my encouragement to you guys is. Oh, and I want to show you something else. Oh, where was it? Let's see. Oh, maybe it's in, in another. Okay, it's in another one. Okay. We know it's, it's soon when our Lord Jesus will be revealed. We know that um, this is the time. We've been down to the toes in the Daniel statue, right? We know that we, we've been waiting for him for his imminent return. Everybody I talk to, the believers I talk to, even the ones who don't follow Q, and they are all like, oh, Jesus' return is imminent. Um, everybody, everybody believes that. Um, and many people think it's going to be a terrible Armageddon and we're going to escape. And, I, you know, I clearly do not believe that's what the Bible is teaching. I believe that our world is going to be a beautiful place and all will know him from the least to the greatest. And, and we won't have to tell them to know him because they'll all know him and there won't be any wars. And then we'll have wealth and we'll have health and we'll have everything. <laughs> and it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful thing. So, so she wanted though to see him. And so she was the first one who got to. So that's, again, following Q is great. And all, and all these things that we need. But the most important thing, the real rising is in that close heart connection with him, right? That's nothing else really satisfies. We can have all the health in the world. We can have all the wealth in the world. We can have all the peace in the world. We can have all this stuff. If we don't have his near presence, what good is it, right? Our best friend. So I wanted to show you that and just say, be like Mary. Be like Mary. You know, the Hispanic people here in town call her the weeping Magdalena. Weeping Magdalena. It's like a, they call her a crybaby. She's crying all the time. Mary. She's crying because she wants to see him. So, you know, you know how Jesus said, you know, when, when, when he leaves that we'll cry, we would weep. He says, they're like, well, why don't your people fast? Oh, and remind me when we talked about fasting. Um, they're like, why don't your people fast? Well, he says, well, when I leave, they will fast. They will cry because they'll miss me and they'll want me back. So that's kind of like Mary Magdalene. Then, okay, so where's fasting? Um, yes, fasting can be fasting from food. Um, the whole point of fasting is, and, and yes, fasting Yes, fasting from food, I think fasting from media, fasting from a lot of the entanglements of this world so that you can be totally focused, like Mary Magdalene, focused on what is it the Lord, what are you trying to speak to me? And I'm going to stop all the other busyness, all the other things, and just be still and listen for you to speak, okay? That, I think, is the biggest thing about fasting is that you fast from everything. Everything is away, okay? And so you can listen, and you can, uh, you, he knows that you're completely devoted to him and to hearing from him, okay? All right, so now, um, so don't get tangled up necessarily on food. Um, all right, so uh, then this was so cool. I think this is way back. Where is that? There's one verse I'm looking for. Maybe it's on the next one. All right. So, um, Peter. Okay. So think again, just keep meditating on these passages. So I'm, I've got several of them. I want you to really 
take and, and chew on, okay? When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. And he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Isn't that great? So imagine this picture. They're all standing there. And Simon Peter, who was the one who tended to speak without thinking, which can be bad, but it can also be good. Because when you speak, you just, you're really letting people know, this is what I feel. This is what, you know, and sometimes maybe that's like, uh oh, I shouldn't have probably said that, right? <laughs> but he said, you are the Christ. You're the son of the living God. He knew in his heart. He'd seen him do all these miracles. He'd seen him do just, I mean, just every, every day, day in, day out, the teaching, the, how he was living with, and, and he saw the, he saw the signs from the heavens. He saw, he knew his history that he had been uh, born of a virgin. He knew about the wise men. I'm sure he knew, you know, more than just the, even what Jesus was doing at that time. He knew the history of Jesus. He knew he, the scriptures, the Lord would teach them the scriptures and, and how he was the fulfillment of these Old Testament promises because they didn't have the New Testament back then. He was, he had gone to the temple, remember in, in Nazareth in his hometown. And he had said um, uh, uh, that, you know, the, the, the scripture was being fulfilled in their day. The spirit of the Lord is upon me for he's, he has given me the spirit to, to preach good news to the poor and, and, and deliverance to the captives. Right. And I was just thinking, Oh, all this deliverance we're ready for. But anyway, he knew nobody told him. He didn't have someone come to him and try to convince him that he, that Jesus was the Christ. Nobody told him that. No flesh told him that. And there are certain things that no flesh can tell you and me. It has to be spirit given. My father who is in heaven. Isn't that great? The things that you know. And that's why I was like, we are going to stand for what we believe because the spirit of the Lord has told us these things. And it doesn't matter who says it's not true because we know these things are true. Okay, there are certain things we're like, oh, maybe this is true. I'm not, I'm not sure, really, really sure. But there are certain things that we know are true, and we're going to stand on them if nobody else wants to believe it. And you know, Peter would just—he went out on this limb. And he says, "You're the Christ. You're the Son of the Living God." I don't know if they'd had to talk about it before between the between them. Very likely not. But when Jesus put it to him, he said it. He he spoke it. He did. He did a great job on that. So um, just think about that. Think about that and say, Lord, I want you to reveal truth to me. I want revelation. In this day of revelation, we know this is the great day of revelation. We know this is the great awakening. And so we of all people, we who know the Lord, we get the inside scoop. Yes, we get cute, but we have the inside scoop from the Lord. 
he will speak these things to us and he will clear clarify his word and say, this is what I'm doing in this day. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. So do that. Be courageous. Be like Peter, be like Mary Magdalene. Um, be, you know, remember that Jesus is our good shepherd and he loves us. So the last story, the last one after six days, six days, a day to the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years is a day. Think of this as 6,000 years from Adam to Abram was 6,000. It was 2,000, one age. An age is 2,000 years from Abram to the Lord Jesus is 2,000 years. There's, now you have 4,000 years. And now from our Lord Jesus until now is another 2,000 years, give or take. Hebrew calendar, whatever. Um, so that's 6,000 years. After six days, I want you to look at this story. You've probably heard this story before. Look at this story symbolically, what's happening here in this story. It's so cool. This is a, not just about what these men experienced on that day. This is also an ex, about the experience that we're having. Think about it. Think about it. After six days, after 6,000 years, the Lord took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain for themselves. Wow. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Wow. Okay. So every day they were with Jesus every day. They you know, went to sleep with him and they woke up with him and they went to eat with him and they went from town to town with him and everywhere they went, they were with him. And he just looked like a regular guy. He looked like a regular guy. And all of a sudden he revealed himself that he wasn't a regular guy. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. This is as, as our Lord Jesus says, with the same glory as I had before the, before, uh, you know, before the foundation of the world. I think that's in John chapter 17. Restore to me the glory that I've had with you all this time. This is what, before our Lord Jesus went to the cross, he was telling his father, restore to me the same glory that I had before. And he knew who he was. So he, the, these men are getting to see him in his glory, who he truly is. And, and, and he's like unmasked himself. He's revealed himself of who he truly is. Okay. And I'm not going to go into all this the, the story because I don't want us to get tangled up in some of the things that are else that are happening. Cause I want you to listen to imagine yourself with our Lord Jesus and that, after this is over, this you know happens. Jesus came to them and touched them, and said, "Arise, don't be afraid." And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. So they 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 um he he he, he stopped the shiny stuff. He stopped. He went back to his his normal human self, so they could just hang out with him. And he they came down from the mountain. He says, "Don't tell anyone this vision until the Son of Man is risen from the dead." So they weren't at that point open to tell what they knew, but they had seen his glory. They had seen his glory as is as if he was in heaven. He's shining like the sun. Isn't that beautiful? And interestingly enough, he says back here. Um, on when, you know, Simon, when he told Peter, you know, Peter said, yes, you're the Christ. He told him, he says, uh, he commanded the disciples that no one should tell, that they should tell no one that he was Jesus, the Christ. Not yet. It wasn't time yet. Okay. So anyway, I want you to think about these things with me 
And uh, in the light of this soon revealing, the soon revelation, and uh, let's just ask the Lord to to prepare our hearts. You know, um, like, like the song, you know, the a little town of Bethlehem, you know, uh, cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today, right? We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. You know, we, we're, um, oh, come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. We are wanting him to live in our hearts so clearly that we hear his voice more than any other. And that's really what fasting is about, that we hear him instead of all the noise of this world. Even you, even anything else that we hear from him. And, uh, and he doesn't want us to be afraid. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope you did. And uh, that you get to, to really hear from him. And, and, you know, you might not feel comfortable with posting some of the things that the Lord is revealing to you. You can private message me on, on Twitter or um, on YouTube or whatever if you want to. And uh, let's just see what the Lord would speak to our hearts. And just let's be courageous in this day. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to, I'm glad that Mary Magdalene didn't miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss, I don't want to be next door to Jesus being born in Bethlehem and have totally missed it, right? Let's not miss it. All right, so let's give praise to the Lord. Let's give him thanks. I'm going to go back to our beautiful lion, our beautiful lion, asking for this revelation, asking for this beautiful revelation, this beautiful lion to speak to us. Our, the lion of the tribe of Judah is our best friend and he will speak to us. Thank you, Lord, that you speak to us so clearly. Thank you for your word and how you're guiding us in this day. Thank you that you've awakened us so that we are not asleep, that we're awake and hearing these, uh, these truths, not just the cute truths, but we're hearing from you and that we just thank you that you've allowed us to be a part of what you're doing. Uh, we, we are just so looking forward to what the future holds, oh Lord. We're just so looking forward to this world being transformed. We're so looking forward to you being the king of this world. We're so uh, excited about everyone knowing you and that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that you are Lord. We're so glad that the beast will be cast into the abyss and the false prophet. We thank you for everything that we're seeing and, and we, we praise you, Lord. We, we just look forward to the day when this will all um, be revealed and uh, and then there'll be there'll be just peace. Oh, we just cannot wait. Um, Lord, one of my uh, people on the commenters, you know who she was. She asked for us to um, pray for our president. So, Lord, we ask right now that you would specifically uh, strengthen him and all those who are around him. Protect, give the Secret Service uh, courage and and wisdom and and uh, uh, great. Um, direction, guidance, so they can protect him and all those great patriots, Lord. I pray that you give every one of them uh, everything that they need so that they can complete this mission with joy. I, I thank you for these brave men and women who are around him, Flynn and all that. We just ask your your peace would abide with them, that you would give them, um, especially our president, the um, the right 
words to say and the right tweets to tweet and everything you would have him to do and that no weapon formed against him will prosper. No weapon formed against any patriot would prosper. That we will be all covered and protected by your hedge of protection. That nothing, that the angels of the Lord will surround us as with a shield. So we believe you that you are you are going to do this. That nothing can happen to us. That nothing can happen to him. Nothing can happen to your people. But that the enemy will be cast into the abyss. We thank you, Lord. You are delivering us from their evil clutches. We praise you, Lord. We praise you. And just again, we surrender our lives to you saying, Lord, you use us however you see fit. We are your very happy, willing servants. We pray all these things in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. All right, guys. I love y'all. I'll talk to you later. It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. We'll be joining our crusade, we'll be strong and stand with me. Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free.